You are listening to Shades of Grey podcast episode 19. I am your host Carmen and today I'd like to talk about finances. So let's get started. And hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shades of Grey podcast. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. The Shades of Grey podcast is produced every Friday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found in the description box, as well as shadesofgraypod.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at shadesofgraypod, and my personal Twitter at cdgray89. All social media links are in the description box. Now let's get to the show. are y'all doing happy friday we have made it yet again how was your week was it productive was it not productive my week was extremely unproductive let me tell you because i'm just i just didn't feel like doing anything you ever just have those work weeks where you just don't feel like doing shit well that's the week that i had okay i did what i did the bare minimum i did the absolute bare minimum am i proud of that no because I do like to do a good job at work but I just wasn't feeling it this week and I'm just ready for the weekend to get here so that I can just have me time and we all know what my me time is book manicure pedicure that's all I want to do like I'm just I'm just tired (laughs) I'm still seeing um some people are still um starting school I feel like that's been going on for like the last month. You know, these rolling starts for school. So that's exciting. Um, I need to get back in school. But, you know, the way my finances are set up, it's just not in the cards right now. And, you know, I'm just I'm just a work in progress, you know. I've been looking for a part-time job. But you know what? I think I'm just overqualified for all of the part-time work that I'm looking for, which is unfortunate because I am aware that you do not need a bachelor's degree to work at a bookstore. But, yeah, I'm just, I could go back to serving tables, but my attitude is too bogus, and I just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make any money. I can't be a bartender, because my brain doesn't function that way, you know? I don't know. I gotta figure out something. I'm trying to adult properly. I want to actually pay my cable bill on time for once. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> What are your plans for the weekend? Hopefully it's something fun and relaxing. You know, Tiana Taylor is coming to Dallas, and I have never been to a concert. And I'm thinking about going to the concert, but I want to go with my friend, but she's working. And it's like, do I want to have my first concert experience by myself? I don't, I don't know. All kind of thoughts going through my brain. But, um... Let's get to the show, y'all.
and I'm back. <laughs> this is going to be another short and sweet episode. And I wanted to speak on finances. And this was brought about by my late night scrolls on Instagram. And I came across the question of the day that was posted on the shade room. And it basically reads, my fiance makes $70,000 a year while I make $115,000. I'm completely okay with the difference in salaries. However, I just learned that he has been supporting his mom and dad financially for years since he graduated from college. I overheard him tell his mom that they can start looking for a new house and he will help them purchase it after we get married since we will have more money with my income. When I questioned him about it, he said that it was the least that he could do for his parents since they sacrificed while putting him through college. He said that when we get married, my money is his money and there shouldn't be an issue with where he'd like for our money to go, especially when it's for his parents. I love this man, but I'm seriously thinking about calling off the wedding. Uh, uh. So let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I read for a living. I comprehend things for a living. Okay? And, um, no, sir. No, sir. Because let me tell you, let me tell you where he got me fucked up. <laughs> let me tell you where he got me fucked up. He said that it's the least he could do for his parents for sacrificing for him through college. He said that when we get married, my money is his money and there shouldn't be an issue with where he'd like for our money to go now let me tell you something because so you're contradicting yourself sir you not about to make no plans with my money because those aren't my parents you didn't bring he didn't bring your parents up one time why you count my pockets sir Does this make me a bad person? Because I'm really feeling like he's an opportunist here. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't make plans based on someone else's income because she may make $115,000 a year now, but what happens if, heaven forbid, the company that she works for goes under? Heaven forbid she gets into an, a car accident and she's no longer working. And what do you mean by help buy a house? Help with a down payment? Or are you and your soon-to-be wife supposed to buy a home for your parents to live in and you all take on the mortgage for them? Do they have a house? Do they have a house yet or are they still in an apartment? There's so many unanswered questions, but just off of this tiny little, um, you know, synopsis of the situation, the answer is don't do it. 
because he didn't even have the conversation with you. He making his own plans. Him and his parents are making their own plans. You're supposed to be his wife and he hasn't even let you know. You only know because you overheard it and then he tried to check you about it, baby. No. Mm. No. No. You cannot build a lifestyle based on someone else's money. You know how I know that? Because I did it. And guess what happened? I had to start from zero, scratch, nunca, nada. That's what I had to do. I was listening to the Baby Boy podcast and I'm Just Jackie was a guest and she spoke on how she had to start over after a divorce and it tugged at my heartstrings because I could feel her pain because I had to do the same thing which is why I made the promise to myself to never be financially dependent on another person ever again in my life it ain't gonna happen if I meet someone else and oh my gosh I hope that that happens you know, we can go house shopping and all of these things, but guess what? That mortgage going to be something that I can pay for by myself should shit go south. I have to maintain my lifestyle based off of the money that I make. You know? My ex was the breadwinner and I had this lavish ass lifestyle where I didn't give a damn how high my bills were because if I needed extra scratch, I could just ask my spouse for it. But when that didn't happen, I was like, oh, fuck, it's time to trim some fat. You know what I'm saying? The audacity of this man to plan an entire lifestyle based off his fiance's money you're not even married to this man yet is there a prenuptial agreement that's the question that needs to be answered is there a prenuptial agreement because you're making more money than him what if this is a plot what if this let me get in with the girl with the money right no prenup right Four, five, six, seven years down the line, it don't work out. Who gonna be paying spousal support? You see what I'm saying? And then, sir, you're, I don't know how long this guy's been graduated from college, but wouldn't you think that maybe you should be putting the, the house talk on hold until you're at least making six figures as well? I mean, I mean... So I'm scrolling through the comments, and it's about 50-50. Some people are like, no, you just have to open up the lines of communication. Y'all can talk y'all ways through this. And some people are like, eh, baby. <laughs> Run like the wind. That's what somebody says. Carrie Ann Green underscore. Run like the wind. That's what she said. Or K-E-R-R-Y. Is that a guy or a girl? Anywho, that person said, run like the wind. And I would probably be like, yep, nope. I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm sorry. You know what this situation kind of reminds me of, but like vice versa. I watch Real Housewives of Potomac, and if you watch that show, you know Michael and Ashley. Michael is like 179 years old. He looks like an albino frog, and he's married to, I think she's 30 now. Um, Ashley, and she's so fucking annoying. Ugh. Ashley, the type of person that you just like beat up just cause. But anywho, at one point, Ashley was taking her allowance, right? 
she don't have a job so she was taking her allowance and using it to support her mother which is cool because it's you know whatever little monies that he gave you so you do what you want to do with it but then it turned into Michael essentially taking care of her mother and I'm thinking to myself this might be the same type of situation hey mom I'm gonna get this rich ass man and then you're gonna be set because I'm gonna make sure that he's gonna take care of the both of us Mm, no Michael as much as I don't like him is only obligated to you because you are his wife he's not obligated to your parents and it's not that Sheila is incapable of taking care of herself she just won't which is a which is a, a totally different beast I'm not so heartless as to say like if your parent becomes ill or can't work for a little while that you know we can't chip in to make sure that ends are met until you know your parent can get back to work like duh like that's what we're gonna do you know what I'm saying but to finance an entire different house no 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 and so Michael finally put his foot down and was like no cut your mother off and we not having no baby because the man is 179 years old all of his children are like the same age as Ashley and I'm sure like no 200 year old man wants to start over you see what I'm saying why are people building these lifestyles with money that's not theirs I just don't understand it how about you find the person that doesn't mind tricking you see what I'm saying girl leave him leave him leave him because I just my money is his money and there shouldn't be any issue with where he'd like for our money to go you cannot contradict yourself because how is my money no 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 now listen for some people joint accounts may work but that's joint accounts for our household that's not for anything else that's for what we gonna do separate accounts people separate accounts maybe I'm speaking from like this jaded ass space but I just don't like to feel like I'm being used or abused you know we all get used in some form or fashion in relationships but this is like some predatory shit and I don't like it it's sitting very very wrong with me especially in this economy nah nah nope 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 you want to help mom and dad uh get a house then you save whatever little money you can save from the seventy thousand dollars that you make and you use that to help put down on a house for your parents because once again you ain't said shit about mine the audacity The unmitigated goal. <laughs> no, no. Nope, 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 nope. I don't like it. I don't like it. Call it off, sis. Hopefully you can get your deposits back. Um, 
hopefully y'all were still just in like the planning phases and you hadn't put any deposits or anything back girl give him the ring back and then y'all figure out what you're gonna do with the little lease situation for y'all spot if you're living together and y'all just part ways and let him find another cash cow because now no he sounds like so i need you to go and listen to episode Ooh, what episode do you need to listen to um i'm not sure yet me and crystal we spoke about loser dudes this sounds like a loser dude <clears throat> this sounds like a loser dude sounds like a loser dude and i don't like him okay i'm off this let's go to something else what else do i want to talk about um television was dry for me um this week uh love is that episode was mm, it was a little crazy uh queen sugar it was okay um insecure nah, it, I'm, I'm still i'm still trying to get warmed up to it um yeah tp was a little dry i've been watching um sharp objects um on hbo it is um a mini series based off of the book sharp objects by jillian flynn i highly recommend it if you are a reader because i'm a reader oh let me shout out my book club shout out to the chapter chat book club which is found on facebook chapter chat book club um we just finished the late show by michael Connolly. next month we're going to read tailspin by sandra brown um so i'm excited for that read but check us out on facebook and you can join and all that good stuff if you want to um but yeah that's pretty much <clears throat> i don't like that dude y'all i don't like him stay out of my pocket Ugh. Ugh. i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry um let's get into some odd news and then let's get out of here let's see a connecticut thief steals four thousand dollars in electronics and then asks the church to pray for me so what you're not gonna do what you're not gonna do is be a thief and ask for me to um pray for you well maybe i could maybe i could pray for um sanity <laughs> maybe i could pray that you stay in there and get yourself together maybe that's what i could do a waterbury police department released surveillance video monday that showed an unidentified man taking electronics from the inside of the mount olive ame zion church at approximately 1 a.m damn so he stole from a church and then asked the congregation to pray for me no sir <laughs> no sir Jacqueline Davis head of the church's media industry they have media industries I mean media min ministries now there's a media ministry I ain't been to church in forever there's a media ministry Okay, anywho, and they said that it was estimated of at least $4,000. Mm. Realizing that we didn't have the equipment to do what we needed to do on Sunday was really heartbreaking. Mm. 
Um, my prayers would be in short supply, sir. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I mean, like, being a thief is one thing, right? But to steal out of a church or to steal out of a hospital or to steal out of, like, these sacred places or places that are of service, like, uh, no, I'm not going to be able to do it. Like, my sympathy bone don't work. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pray these hands don't hit you in the face. Pray this foot don't kick you in the ass. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Okay. Um. Let's see what else happens in some odd news. Austin man charged in hit and run that injured woman trying to prove she could run fast in heels. Okay. An Austin man is facing charges for running over a woman as she attempted to sprint across the road to prove she could run fast in heels. Damn, you ran her over and drove away. Well, sir, you can't do that. Because it probably would have really been an accident. Some lady just come running out in the street. The woman was walking back from a local bar around 2.30 a.m. Saturday with her sister when an unidentified male asked if she could run in the shoes she was wearing. To prove her talents, the woman then started running across the road. Okay. So this goes to the saying, if somebody tell you to jump off a bridge, you're going to do it. Like, what in A maroon SUV hit and dragged the woman roughly 15 yards during her attempt to get to the other side of the intersection along Interstate 35. Mm. Witness told police that the driver didn't stop after hitting the woman, but rather continued to drive east. Mm, mm, mm. It is unfortunate that this woman got hit by a car, but you have to give people the credit they deserve for being stupid. So my question is, if the guy wanted to see how quickly you could run in the hills, why not run in the parking lot? Why not run on the sidewalk? Why would you run across the street? The woman was injured, but like I say, I'm just <sighs> they were at a bar, so it's clearly that she was most likely intoxicated, but still like was the sister also intoxicated? Like what is what is what is um Why would you do that? And who running in heels anyway? So if I'm the dude that say, hey, how fast can you run in these hills? And then some chick run across the street and get hit by a car. Do you feel responsible? Like, are you now, are you like a culprit too? You know? I don't know. I'm starting to ramble, but I just, hey girl, I don't know. I don't know. That's really unfortunate. And you should make better decisions in life but yeah 
I think that's it. I think that's all that I have for this particular episode. What's the moral of the story? Stay out of other people's pockets. What's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. Neither of the two shall ever meet. Okay? Okay? All right. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Shades of Grey podcast. Make sure you follow the show everywhere at Shades of Grey pod. Make sure you listen to the podcast that I co-host with my dear friend, Crystal, the Raining Opinions podcast. And also check out Crystal Clear, the podcast, so she can get your life together because I tune in every time she posts and I'm excited because she's posting more these days and that makes me extremely happy. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Be courteous. And slap a bitch if you need to. <laughs> <laughs>